I start this guy. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Tony. And this is Riz. Hey, this is another episode of Infinite Intuition with us two here. We got a special guest on here. We're going to announce her really soon here. Um, I want to first start off by saying thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. It's a good time. We're doing really good with the views. It's going to come up. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, so, like, on the recap of um, last episode, Peaky Promises, we we're basically just um, getting in... Um, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we were just basically talking about uh keeping your word. Like your word is everything. Like uh, without uh keeping your word, it's just you don't you don't have good uh credibility with yourself or others. Um, and it uh steers away uh successful relationships. Also, gotta keep real with yourself. Gotta keep real with yourself. And that's what the whole pinky promises deal was like. Cause pinky pinky promises came from what you say. Back in the day, it was ancient Chinese. Uh, no, Japanese, my Japanese. <laughs> I can't. Japanese. What happens is that when you do pinky promises, uh, if you didn't keep it, they'll cut your pinky off. So that's what that whole thing was. And people didn't like their pinkies. It was a thing, a bigger thing in our generation when we were kids. It's not so much a big thing now as an adult, uh, but it is something that most people are aware of when it comes to pinky promising and the trust that you built with people. That's why you did the pinky promise in the first place. You got to know how to trust yourself, too, as well as trusting others and the reason that you're making these promises to yourself, right? So that was last episode. Hey, hey, so this episode here, this episode is titled Emotions Got the Best of You, right? So we're talking about emotional intelligence and other things as well. Uh, we'll go over what that means for people, and we'll also leave resources, Um for that and if you want to you know check that out there's a lot of stuff out here for you all i want to introduce a good friend of mine uh i met joe at michigan state um i can't remember what year joe what year did you know what year what was it i met it was 16 when i graduated so i had to be 15 or 14 when i met joe mm-hmm. probably 15 he was um, doing your comedy <laughs> uh and she's been cool since uh me and her were first uh, chat. We chatted about like uh, that book called Four Agreements. This is my favorite mm-hmm. book. My yes. favorite book currently. And um, why uh, seeing somewhere how they say all guys' favorite book is Four Agreements? That's good. That's, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> my friend Haley put me hip to that book. She's like, "You will love this book." And I, it, I, it, I, it was a good book too. That book, fire! I always start people off with that book before I start dropping other gems on them. I got another book for you whenever you're ready. It's called Manifest. Manifesting Now is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Fire. I'm That's next it. on my list. <laughs> that was the, I think that was the book I sent you the other day when I texted you. It is, yes. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm still finishing up Becoming Michelle. I said I wasn't going to give up on it yet. So Come on, I'm not going to give up on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here, tell us more about yourself, Joe. Tell our viewers more about, you know, who you are. Um, tell us, give us your little spill before we go into the questions. Um, my name is Jokayla Hopkins. I am a learning individual, and I use the word learning because I feel like I am still learning myself. So, to describe myself right now is something I wouldn't be able to really do. I feel like I'm in a transitional stage of my life where I'm becoming not who I used to be, but who I want to be. So, okay. I would say, like, 
somebody a way to describe myself or just to tell you a little bit about myself is just that I'm me. <laughs> That's all I've got, honestly. Hey, that was nice. Straight yeah. to the point. Straight <laughs> to the motherfucking point. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I got these questions. We can go over these as well as the, if you wanted to bring up any as well that we might not shine light on as well. Um. Just to start off here, tell us some things that you're proud of in your life. What, you know, what makes you like when you do reflect back on what kind of makes you smile or feel warm on the inside? Um, honestly, what makes me proud is my perseverance. I feel like um, I'm a very strong individual looking back on where I used to be mentally and where I am now and the things that I've overcame. It's just like, wow, like I'm proud of you, girl. Like I'm proud of you. <laughs> you've done something that was unimaginable at a point in time and now you're here. So it's like, congratulations. You make me proud. You make me feel good inside. So I would definitely say my perseverance. Hey, hey, okay. And then in like retrospect, so with your perseverance, how do you use that uh, from what you accomplished in the past for like your new challenges? Like, like the whole mindset you ever heard like, well, I did this, I've overcame many things in the past. I'm sure I can get through this now. Like, is that like an approach you normally take? Or how do you normally take up and coming it, challenges? It was an approach I would normally take before. But now I'm like, I know I can get through this. Like, I've gotten through worse or I've gotten through all these other things. So what makes me think I can't get through this thing now? So it has definitely played a large role in my courage today, definitely, and my strength as well. And that's why those two can coexist with each other is because of my perseverance. <laughs> hey, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can ask them. Um, hey, Joe. <laughs> um, so you saw your computer too, though. <laughs> right. Uh, so how would you think that you perceive yourself? Well, how do you know oh. you perceive yourself? Um, I would say that I perceive myself as a strong individual. Definitely a strong individual. That's how I perceive myself. Um, a woman with a lot of strength. <laughs> mentally physically and like you know emotionally definitely and I'm just trying to overcome many challenges in my life currently so the fact that I have overcome some of them and the fact that I'm still overcoming most of them it's like okay that girl is strong so that's how I perceive myself as strong right now eventually and I also consider myself as a luminary and as though although I'm not as what a what a a luminary (laughs) So you like you 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 bring light to. I'm sorry. What you mean? That you bring light to others, or you help people see light in themselves. Yes, I like to bring light to others, and also help people see the light in themselves. I like to consider myself like um, someone who will be able to influence that light as well. You know, that's why I would like to consider myself a luminary because I don't want to just stop at one thing. I want to create something revolutionary as well, you know, not just being able to acknowledge the light in some people, but being able to spread it and being able to people, being able to help people acknowledge the light in themselves as well. Hey. So do you qualify yourself as a leader then? I like to believe I am. A lot of people say that I have a leader um, mentality, but uh-huh. there are some things that I need to continue to work on within myself before I can consider myself a leader, I would say. I like mm-hmm. to consider myself an influencer, though. I don't want to necessarily, like, lead people or try to be the head of people or, you know, anything like that. But I definitely want to be an influence in someone's life and they, and allow them with something that could inspire them to lead in their own way. 
So two questions. Um, yes. Well, let me say something first. I had this um, psychology class. I forgot. Maybe it was social psychology, but we was on a chapter of like leadership and everything like that. And it was saying like good leaders um, know their weaknesses mm-hmm. and they uh, balance it out with their strengths. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that you heard this little saying when they was like leaders can also be um, followers as well. You know, like you can yeah, learn. That's true. Yeah. So that was, I agree with that. Yeah. I like your response. Okay, I got two. So it was you had brought it up about um, helping people find the light of themselves. It was a saying that goes something like candles don't lose their flame, helping ignite others. So it's like um, you got your because I saw the other day you had put in your story about uh, you the motherfucking light. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm a light in myself. She said um, the meme was that she was like, I'm not going to wait till I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to light that bitch up myself. Yeah, so it's like (laughs) (laughs) she was like uh, they can't deny um, Janae had a, a, a lyric in her song saying something like they can't deny the light within you like regardless of how uh-huh. they portray or throw things exactly yeah. exactly when you I walk, like that a when lot you, too when you walk in your truth it gives people the space to walk in their truth yeah cause they see exactly cause everybody wanna influence yeah <laughs> right and then influenced my, by that for sure my other thing was it's a little different from Carissa's it was like leaders create other leaders that's right. true leaders create other leaders so like you are leader. I don't know how. I don't know. Maybe terminology is different. Maybe you just use influencer, and I'm just using leader. It would mean the yeah. same thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And maybe you being that's a, all it is. Perception. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like people watch, you know, people people see. Some people don't comment, but people see. People got eyes now, and they learning. <laughs> Talking about, I'm putting them here. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to at least. <laughs> Uh, let's see. You damn. I can't remember that. Okay, I'm gonna move on. I might come back to it. Um, uh, this one says and we're talking about mental health. Um, when you hear emotional me- intelligence per se. Hold on, that one down there. I got it. I got oh. you. I got you. All right, it's down there. How you? Okay, <laughs> it's right here. I I know. I I can read. I'm just saying. <laughs> but okay, continue. Um, when you hear mental health, what are what are some thoughts and ideas that come to your mind? There are so many things that come to mind, especially being that a lot of people don't take it as serious as it is right now. So a lot of people are struggling with mental health and don't even know it. Or they know people that are struggling with mental health and don't take it serious or think like, oh, you know, they're just crazy. And people throw that term around so, so loosely. But people are sometimes really crazy. But that doesn't mean that they're bad. You know, they take the word crazy and turn it into like this evil, spiteful, malicious word. But Sometimes people do deal with things going on in their mind, like, you know, that's making them crazy, making them who they are right now. Obviously, they haven't always been in this mental state, something that has brought them there. So that's big. That's how I feel like, you know, sometimes I think of my, my perspective of mental health is so negative and it bothers me because it's like I've only known so many negative things about mental health I've never heard so many I never heard people take mental health seriously or wanted to do something about people dealing with mental health issues or anything like that not much at least you hear more people talking bad about it than you hear them talking good about it I I feel like also there's no excuse but I feel like like the answer is like you know how people be like 
why you smoke, da da da. Not saying I do, but people can only really relate to people who smoke. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's like when a person has like mental health issues, it's like I feel like the brain is so confusing, or okay, not confusing mm-hmm. but complex. So it's mm-hmm. like a a person that has those mental health issues, health issues will be able to help more per se, but people won't look at them as a credible source because they do have those mental health issues. Oh, so you say the mm-hmm. double sword? Yeah. So ah, uh, so you we are not our habits. We just happen to do our habits. So we're not exactly. So like we're not smokers. We just people who decide to smoke because there's a, exactly if you really wanted to like people yeah. if they really want to they could stop doing any habit they, they mind over matter <laughs> exactly yeah. you, if you really decided to like if, like when motherfuckers say they about to die they go, oh let me get my act together and then they stop exactly or we're like oh, something just got to push them strong enough exactly something has to push them strong enough a, a force has to be so powerful to make them stop <laughs> like you can do it and that's <laughs> you killing somebody. Like like for instance, when people they are addicted to alcohol, so they are I'm never call them alcoholics, y'all said no labels. But I mean, they, but I ain't they, saying all that, but they, they drink alcohol a lot. When people uh kill somebody for drinking and driving, they don't even know what happened. They just know they woke up in jail because they didn't kill somebody, mm-hmm. a whole family, hey. a kid, you know what I'm saying? They and they're dealing with that. Uh, J. Cole and Dave East both have a, a tracks that say choose wisely. Because, <laughs> I mean, you pick your choices. Your consequences, good and bad, you do. That's why you got to pick. Well, if you if you do this, this could happen. It's your life. You just got to reap the consequences that come with it. You um, said um, something about choices that made me think about that interview that I've sent you last week, I believe, by Jim Quick. He was on there talking about... Um, we we all our minds are only set to make so, uh, so many decisions per day, and if we spend our time, you know, making the wrong decisions or spend our time or decision making on the wrong thing, shall I say? You'll get um mm-hmm. exactly by the time it comes to make a good decision, we not <laughs> we gonna You're be all spaced out and making exactly. So oh, I feel like that's that's something that's very true. important too. You'll be done by because exactly, <laughs> you be tapped out left. and like so. <laughs> By six, you making all these dumb decisions because you you started your morning off with the wrong thing. So, I think that's something that's important, and that's something that I want to. I'm sorry, what you say, Tony? I never thought about that until you brought that up to me when I watched the video with Boy. That's mm-hmm. that's why you can't be around you, or, or they want you to be around more positive uh, atmospheres and people, not stressful, mm-hmm. because you you are your environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Because if you spend so much time trying to not become your environment, like you would be draining yourself, and you would definitely become that. So they you gotta say, be. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. I was just saying, like you gotta be mindful of what you're surrounding yourself around, because it's definitely like we're an energy source, you know. So the more we giving out, the more like we have to receive as well. It has to be reciprocated. So. If we're not getting that same type of energy back, we're gonna be we're not gonna be able to, you know, deliver the good part of ourselves, the best part of ourselves, I feel like. That's big facts. That's big. I think when it comes to mental health, I think a lot of people do it has like a bad connotation to it. Cause technically mental health is just your 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 mental state, like the health of your mental state. Like how are you thinking about 
yourself, your view on yourself. How do you view society? How do you view others? How how do you rationally think? Do you complete your thoughts all the way? Do you have mm. any illusions or delusions that's in your mind? Are you are you looking at stuff with a, like a foggy lens or a lens that is outdated? Like is your do you check in on your metacognition, which means do you think about how you think? Like how often are you updating yourself? Like we always update our technology, but people struggle to update themselves. Mm, and I it's like not, that. You ain't gotta like you ain't gotta what they call it reinvent yourself, but you have to just make sure that be different than who you were yeah. yesterday. So, I- at, you, we all got questions on a daily basis on like what what do you feel what do you want to get done in life your big questions your daily questions and you got to figure what those out what those are and you can answer them and then you can develop more smoothly or you can live your life better when you're in like harmony with that but if you don't know what you're really really looking for or what's going to get you moving for it's a little tough and, and mental health is uh definitely one that's not smoking i said smoking spoken uh, of with open arms and like the our community, like our race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are just ignorant. Like I don't think like I, I feel like we probably know the lengths that we can go mentally or emotionally when we are happy, but when we are like in uh, displaying our shadow side, uh, it, it is also unlimited. So I think people need to embrace the. They good and they bad side. It's hard to embrace your bad side. Hell no, when people are always judging you for it. Yeah. So like, how, <laughs> how am I going? Ex- y'all tell well, me to be myself, but when I be myself, you you mad at me for being myself. Like that's literally what the world does to you. Tells well, you all, to all that fault though, because we that definitely because we want every it's it feel good when I when I used we'll to be rebellious. Good. When uh, I used to be rebellious, I'm not as rebellious as you. I used to feel per- I used to get on like social media just to say some crazy shit. Uh, I meant it, but just to be rebellious, like man, to say what other people are afraid to say. Yeah, because it's just like motherfucker, you think it too. Like how you gonna get mad at me for thinking some shit? Because yeah, I want to be because you said it. You was thinking but the same shit. Like <laughs> I feel like within our community, it's like fear what you don't know with them. It's like people don't know about these mental health issues. They don't know the seriousness of it. They don't know, like, the different types of mental health. They don't know any of this stuff. So it's like the different type of mental illnesses, shall I, shall I say. But they don't know that stuff. And, of course, they're not going to go out and look for it. Is of it, course they're not. The unknown so it's like, unknowns. Exactly. So. <laughs> and, and, and then you go to a therapist. Because it made you think. Boy, go great. What you about to say, Joe? No, <laughs> I was just agreeing with you guys. <laughs> it, it, uh, I don't know. I think as like our generation, and I think even our parents' generation are, like, starting to, uh, open up, more. open up more because they realize, mm-hmm. like, yo, yeah, people starting to to love themselves more and others, but they're the way they may articulate it may not be the best, but they're realizing that there are like a lot of mental barriers that they must overcome to love themselves in order to truly love other people and you know think rationally so it's something that's coming in time i think like when we old and like we're older and we're the older generation i feel like mental health will be something that's addressed i think it's we like we walk a fine line now because i feel like they address mental illness with like medications more so than Uh with unpacking your thoughts mm, what's the root exactly. cause why you're doing this exactly yes slaves, mm-hmm. very important slaves got the bible 
but that's nothing to do with here or there. That's saying, another conversation. <laughs> like the slaves, they couldn't speak up, so then it, it went down generation to like generations. Yeah, that that unspoken so like people are uh, behavior. Uh-huh. Mute, being on mute. Yeah, that's a good. That's I like that. I like that. Uh, so it's gonna happen. It's gonna take time. It's a lot of people unpacking, and they gotta. I say. Be yourself, because when I told my family my like, for example, when I told them my religious views, I got pushed back. But then guess what? After like a week or two, they accepted that shit, okay, and, it, it, and it moved on. I think that's the hardest thing, because once you, the hardest thing for us is to overcome our own mental barriers, and then the next thing up, not. Hear me. Hello. Yeah, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry. My homie FaceTimed me and it fucked everything up. Oh, it's okay. Oh, she sound low. It's okay. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, he just he just irritated me. He ain't doing it. No, it's, that's just the app. It's okay. Hold on, I'm about to try it. Right. Can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? It switched the audio when he called. Um, what was I about to say? God damn. Uh, it's like the second barrier is letting other people know how you feel about reality, about life. And that could be a challenge to some people. Um, it's not as, I don't think it's as big. I think as long as you know your truth and how you feel, you should be Gucci. Other people are going to just mm-hmm. have to get him. So you got to walk in your truth. Um, this next one here, this next question, Joe. Uh, how often do you reflect on your emotions, and then um, maybe even how, how do you how do you realize if these emotions are impacting you in a positive way or a way that you deem uh, you may need to reconsider? Y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but I feel like I have been emotionally attuned with myself for quite some time, <laughs> honestly, because. Um, I've dealt with a lot of emotions growing up. I was the emotional person. Everybody, anybody who knew me will say that, oh, she's emotional. Because I was one of those people that I was able to acknowledge when I was sad about something. And that being able to do that also helped with me being a happy person as well. Because it's just as quick as they can say that I was emotional, they can also say that I was a very happy person. And a part of my happiness came from me being able to recognize when I was sad, deal with it, address it, and do whatever with it, and move on. Same thing when I was angry, deal with it, address it, and move on. So, and I feel like that's something we we struggle with. We don't deal with our, with any emotions, especially stuff that we don't like feeling. Hurt is not something that we like to feel, so we cover it up with anything, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's with relationships sex money whatever a job we try to distract ourselves so we can you know try to cover up the pain that we truly feel but you know what that does it leads to something else happening and something else happening the next thing you know it's just like these negative things just pouring out of your life and it's like how did I get here exactly literally (laughs) literally that's what happens and then you're like how did I get here and then you start to think about it and get into the root of it and understanding it's like oh because you can't overcome something by pushing it away because you know what's going to happen? It's going to come back up and you're not going to know how to deal with it. And it's going to keep coming back up. The more you put it off, the harder it is going to be to deal with it. So, so I, I see how some, I be hearing that they say 
don't run from your problems, but run toward them, motherfuckers. Like face your run demons head it. on. Yeah. Because like you got to because you're gonna have to eventually. <laughs> said, get them while they're small, right? Get, attack the attack the demon while it's a baby. Don't don't wait till it's level thirty nine demon and you only level fifteen. You know, like <laughs> you gotta be on that bitch. Um. So uh, to go with this one, good answer. When it comes to that, how do you think people should, or teenagers or young adults, should transform their relationship with how they handle their emotions going into adulthood? Because there are a lot of adults, and myself included sometimes, where we may still think as we did as children, where we were not thinking rationally. Like, um, we don't always consider other people's opinions or we don't always consider the circumstance or we don't always consider that maybe it was our perspective that was the problem and not oh, the yeah. other person. But as a kid, we'd be like, man, it's all my fault. La, 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 la. And like, we just so like set in stone as a kid, but as an adult, like what tips I would say, would you offer people to try to mature their thinking and try to help reach uh, different conclusions and why things happen to them versus being so set in stone that this was the reason this happened. Like, how would you give people tips on maturing their thinking when it comes to their uh, emotions? Um, that's interesting. Uh, but I would probably say the first thing definitely stop putting label labels on people or things when they feel a certain type of way. Oh, they're um, like for me, an example. They try to say like you know men who cry or like are aren't tough or they're punks. Like we learn name calling at a very young age. We learn name coming calling. I don't know if you guys had that when you were in elementary or middle school, anything like that, where you guys would say things to each other, call each other names and things like that. We put labels on things because of certain actions and certain behaviors. Right there is where we mess up at. Why are you to judge someone because of how their perception is on life? You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what their situation is. And just because you see it a certain way does not mean that that's always this the exact issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, for instance, how they, like, you know, you see a young boy crying. Oh, he a punk. Like, you know, as a child. Oh, he's a punk. But it's like, you don't know why this young man is crying. It may not be because he's a punk, but it could be because he's hurting or he's sad about something. He could have lost a family member. Anything could have... Um, brought him to feel the way he's feeling but I feel like we we mess up by putting labels on this young man and now that word is so like it's not a good word obviously so people are gonna every time he look at himself he's gonna feel like that so now he feel like he has to be tough and he has to put away his emotions and what he feels he feels sad he feel hurt about anything he can't express that because he feels as though someone will have will be judging him and I feel like that's the first mistake we make by judging others when they feel the way they feel oh he's angry or she always got an attitude especially women she always mad why is she mad and, um I just start to understand that like we we we're we're messing up by literally judging each other like and that's I'm, I'm losing my train of thought honestly but it made me think about today at work I was with a customer and she walked in good nice happy you know started to have an attitude with me and then you know as we be I started to talk to her I'm not gonna catch can you hear me yes okay I have a um screen time recorder on my phone and it just popped up I'm sorry (laughs) so I could stay off my phone after 10 (laughs) o'clock 
But um, she was, you know, walked in with an attitude, and I, I, I didn't take her attitude personal. What I did was, I just was like, okay, kept it pushing. Um, to her, and as I talked to her, she revealed to me why she was upset. She had had a long day. She just finished taking her husband to chemo, and she just had been going through more than one thing. But if I had judged that woman off of her simple conversation and saying like, oh, she has an attitude problem and she's a negative person, all because of how she was responding to me. Like she, I, I would have never gotten to understand that she was just, she wasn't angry at me or she wasn't an angry person in general, but she had just been up, like she's exhausted, you know, and her exhaustion, exhaustion has turned into anger at this point because she had a long day and now she got to come and deal with this only for me to tell her that I can't help her too. So I feel like that's where we first mess up at by judging people right off of what we see because it's always more to what meets the eye and you have to be willing to understand things deeper to be able to really connect with somebody on an emotional level. Big facts. That's like you gotta be patient in there too. Definitely patient. <laughs> Definitely gotta be patient in there to see because some stuff don't always arise very quickly. Sometimes you gotta probe and come to a better understanding. Okay, kudos. Um how do you calm yourself when you feel your emotions may begin to overwhelm you? Like what, what do you do? I like to read, read indefinitely, especially if, um, but not read, don't read on your phone, read a book. Cause books like the actual physical book, it can kind of allow you to get lost in it for real. And I don't know if people can do that on their phones as well, but I know myself, I has I haven't been successful with trying to read a book on my phone. So what I do is I just grab a real book, like a, a hardcover, a real and I just book. read. Yeah, like because I can't, I can't focus if it's in my hand. If I'm just, you know, scrolling through it, because eventually I'll get distracted and get on something else. I get a notification or anything like that. So okay. I just grab a book and I try to, like, get lost in what it is that I'm reading. It helps me take my mind off of things that I'm dealing with now. And sometimes it helps me give. It gives me a different perspective of things as well, and helps me understand like. Well, maybe my perception of what I'm thinking this particular situation is right now is not the only perception. So let me try to view it another way. And, you know, so far reading has been my savior. Reading and writing, definitely writing as well. I bang with it. Um, are you familiar with the term emotional intelligence? Yes. <laughs> tell me, tell me, and, you know, Chris and the viewers, what how do you perceive emotional intelligence? Like when you hear that, what do you Oh mean? God. <laughs> okay. So now we gotta get a little personal, y'all. <laughs> but um okay. I feel like I first um recently is when I became aware of my emotional intelligence. I I I guess like <laughs> when I looked up the word when Tony asked me did I know what it was, I, I thought I did, but I was like, to confirm this, let me let me read a little bit more about it. And it was just basically saying being able to be aware of like your emotions and things like that. And um, I learned self-control by, I guess, having emotional intelligence, definitely being able to adapt to certain things has allowed me um, to be aware of like my emotional intelligence as well. Um, recently, I've dealt with things that I had to think about and I had to be aware of every emotion while dealing with them and it was hard it was very hard because I was so hard on myself more than anything like why do you feel like this and you're not supposed to feel like this but it also allowed me to be able to say like okay 
make it true. Like, okay, yes, I feel like this. Now, what am I to do about it? How do I fix this? How do I not feel like this anymore? How do I accept this? How do I address it so I can move past it? Because I don't like feeling like this. And I definitely don't want to result to this again. So I'm ready to face it now. I think that was a definitely a transitional point in my life and definitely a major growth for me because I had never been able and um, ready to say like, okay, I'm dealing with this and I need to know what I need to do so I don't have to deal with this again. It was hard because it definitely requires some, some like, I don't know the word, some self-reflection, shall I say, and some self-control because yeah, you definitely have to look at yourself and say, this is what's wrong with me. Well, not even what's wrong, but this is what it is. And this is what I need to fix because I don't like when I act out like this or I don't like when I feel like this or I don't like when, you know, anything. <sighs> it's it's complicated. <laughs> it definitely is. It wasn't fun because most of the emotions I was dealing with involved hurt, you know, but it definitely uh, allowed me to be introduced to myself all over again and say like you know hey I know this is who you used to be but this is how who you're becoming so in order for you to be able to become that person you have to be willing to say like I'm going through this I need to be better or I want I'm dealing with this and I need to be better and I don't want to deal with this no more so within myself (laughs) yeah I feel like I uh, going through a transitional period is kind of like the hardest mm-hmm. because you are breaking <laughs> how you used to be and then you becoming I guess like you said who you want to be um uh, or someone who you just admire um so uh I don't know I, I just feel like with me I I would think I feel one way but I feel another mm-hmm. way so that was kind of hard for me I had to sit down and really be yeah. honest with myself <laughs> it's hard to be honest yes. with my, uh, process that this is how I this is how I'm going to feel so, so this is how I feel type of thing you ever heard the you have to assume the feeling of what you desire but Tony but that's what I did and that's how I became in denial mm. because those feelings didn't mm. go away they're not mm. gonna go away they're not gonna go away soon that's elaborate elaborate see, that shit that shit elaborate like, please Tony what so it's like they say they say you gotta assume the feeling that you mm-hmm. desire because every moment is a new mm. moment. Uh-huh. And you have you have the choice to hold on to the shit that's making you feel a certain way, or you can hold on to the past, but you have that moment, you have to do that decision at any moment. So all we have technically is the now. So that's what I mean in the any moment. So your moments are when you're conscious. So consciously we're all on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um any moment you could decide like I'm not doing this no more. I'm changing this. I'm changing this. This is me. This is how I will act moving forward. We all been hurt. At a point where we're like, I'll never do that again. I'll never let that happen to me ever mm-hmm. again. Right? And we also had the opposite word be like, that felt good. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, that. So, and, and when it comes to your feelings, like they say, you the only, we are feeling creatures. In order for you to get what you want, you have to attach your feelings to your like your your thoughts and your mm-hmm. words and your actions. Because when you feel, that's how mm-hmm. we navigate through the world. Our feelings. So I told you that. <laughs> so it's like uh, you gotta you gotta assume the feelings. So I, I always use my comedy special for example, like like when I did that, I was on some. I'm the next big thing. I still I got kind of weak with it. I ain't gonna sit up here in front of you. Like I ain't riding that way like I used to be. But when that shit was coming up, 
like the months and weeks and days until we got that motherfucker. I was feeling myself. I'm like, I knew it. And then when after this shit happened, I'm riding that wave. I'm riding the wave at homecoming, riding the wave because that's how I felt. Like, and then like that shit is a trickle down effect because your feelings will either you have trickle down effect. What you are, yeah, you attract who, how you feel, and who Mm. you are. You gotta assume who you are. You can't be like, I'm feeling like shit. Because that's all you going to see. That's all you going to feel. Mm-hmm. That's all you going to hear. You're not looking for nothing else. You 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 are only looking to validate your feelings. Mm. I mean, Tony, I hear what you said. And that's how and I it am. Good. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I do because that's how I am. But when certain things happen, I sit back and I be like, damn, like, like I don't know. Like, you you would think that, you know, and you got over it, but you really didn't. All you did was just push yeah. that shit back. It's just how I want to feel, you know. I you, want to be, you, you know, gotta correct it. on this. It's about getting your conscious level up. And you got to be like, why did this happen? This ain't no fairy tale shit. Right. You are a co-creator, and you are 100% responsible for everything in your life. Right. We so A lot of us be like, how did this even happen? Because your ass let it happen. You it's something you were not conscious of that you that you let happen or you did not take serious. Right. Everything in life we have a, a okay. we have some type of control I, over. I have to, a question though to piggyback on what go you were saying. So you're saying that we um we have control over everything that happens in our life, right? Well, okay. Is that what you said? Because I might change my answer. So we have control over how we perceive what happens okay. in our life, as well as the actions and decisions that we make. Like there's an infinite amount of decisions. You make one decision, uh, infinite amount of like doors exactly. are closed for that, so you can't right. go back. Right. But you always have control over how you perceive and stuff because how you perceive stuff is how you're going to see. The world is shaped it around how, your mind. Your mind is going to only validate how you think and feel and what you believe. Mm. It's, it's nothing else. Like that's why it's so many people walking around here with so many of their own truths. Like you can't. It's not. It's so hard to tell people to change their mind because they are so, they believe what they know. Why do like, you think you it's can't like that? So quickly. Hey, I ain't create the world. But like, I feel like, like it's something that that becomes embedded in our minds as children. You know, like we start to believe these things. That's a, it's a, it's like, a, like go ahead. John. No, I was just saying. Like I feel like we just start to believe these things as we grow. You know, these are things that were just exposed to us the most, or something that we was like, oh, we found contraction in. Like as we, as we, I don't know. Like that's what I'm feeling like. Though. Well, like the there, there's are... many ways to do many things in our life. Like we only know what we know because of the that's people true. around us and who we've been exposed to. That's like, true. Broke people are broke because they only around and they only people. know broke. They only know that mindset. They you only know. No, it's true. So exactly. So how you gonna people, exactly? Some people who uh like. You got to do this and do that and do this if you really want to make it. But you look at them. How am I take advice from you? But you ain't exactly. You and it's not not to hurt them, but it's like that's why you you don't pay attention to people's words. Actions. You got to pay attention to their mm-hmm. actions because because they was really talking that stuff. They want to exactly. be here. People only float and regurgitate information that we know. So until you get and that's why people hate hearing new shit mm-hmm. because for the most part it, it competes against what exactly they or what they already believe exactly. So they they don't have an open like mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was ahead, just ahead. saying, like, a lot of people don't have an open mind to, like, be open to someone else's opinion or something else, somebody else's truth, because at the end of the day, we all have different truths. Life is literally based upon perspectives. Like, it's so many perspectives in this world. Um, so just imagine how many, you know how many people in this world, that's exactly how many perspectives there are in this world, literally. 
So they no, some of these motherfuckers carbon copies of each other because they can't think of nobody else. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that, my friend, is true as well. But I also feel like people we don't like we don't you we don't allow other people to have an opinion. Like we don't allow their truth to be true true as well. We just think like, oh no, that's our perspective, so that's what it is. But it's like in actuality, it's not. It's like it's also like what they believe is true is what they believe is true. But you have to be open to understanding. So what about what about that versus what about that opinion versus being open minded? Because everybody can't be open minded all the time. That's true. I'd be like Joe. I'd be like Joe. Take this gun. Blow your brains out. Trust me, it's gonna be all good. Trust and I'm be like, okay. Like, well, I am open minded. I am open minded. No, but but being open minded just means that you can consider what it is that they're saying. It doesn't mean you have to take it in and apply it to your life right away. It just means I'm willing was- to consider what it is that you have to say. I'm not gonna shut you up. And I'm willing to listen to what it is that that I'm willing to listen to your truth and your opinion. I may agree with it, but that doesn't mean that I have to take it and apply it to what it is that I'm doing. I'm just considerate of it. Do you think so? It's like this because people can be like they be like, uh, that's just me being like, okay, I hear you out. But <laughs> no, no, not but no, but it's like okay, I hear you out. <laughs> they considered that's, it. That's interesting. Okay, like, cool. Like you know, I take that and apply it to maybe a little way of how I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be exactly how how you said to do it, but I you know think about it a little bit. <laughs> And try to find you know, a way no, to incorporate no, it. <laughs> no, no matter what, it's always going to be that little tug of war because it's like because of the power repetition, it's embedded in most people's way of thing. Like the power repetition, you can learn anything, and you can make it a habit. But it's like that balance between being open mindedness and then um, and then the other side is actually you know whatever truth they had applying to your truth. Because remember, just because it's your truth, don't mean it's necessarily uh, beneficial for me and my exactly. truth. And then I'm still on and then so we got that battle on top of me trying to figure out what my truth is and all mm-hmm. wrong. Am I really following my truth? And then now I gotta hear mm-hmm. your truth and then you tell me my truth wrong. Now I'm confused even more. <laughs> and then you and then you telling me I be open because I'm confused about mine. It's, like, it's so it's many like, opinions. It's, it's so many opinions in so, this world. It's like you can't even and that's why you gotta follow mm-hmm. your truth. Find out it's life is life is trial and error. Mm-hmm. Life is nothing but trial That's and error. Um, damn, I think oh, uh, I I, don't know, I got signed out of my computer. I turned around, got into deep combo. It's like um, what about to say? What was, I can't even remember my fucking point, yo. You almost there. You got it. Come on, you almost there. Come on, <laughs> you you almost the old dude with the dollar. You almost got it. You almost you gotta be quicker than that. Oh man, I don't, I, life is crazy. I was reading something today that say, "Your like the example was a uh, um, a costume la- uh, wardrobe lady. Uh, I forgot the title of her her role, but she made costumes, and the lead producer was not a fan of her stuff. She was saying this because uh, he didn't like her." So this this lady went to her therapist. Her therapist was like, "Well, do you have mental conversations with him?" And she's like, "What do you mean? Like, do you have do you do you play these roles out in your mind with him before you see him?" She said, "Yes." So then she started to talk about how, like, when she had these mental conversations with her boss, they would be negative conversations. So she'd be like arguing with boy in her mind. So then in real life, 
in real life, what happens is she already be prepared for a fake situation. So so her perception of it gonna be negative already. Yeah, so now her perception of him is Mm -hmm. negative, and he's only going off of how he how she's treating him. So then, so then what she had to, what her therapist was like, you need to correct how you talk to him in your mental your mental Mm. state. So then, when you correct that. You'll also correct your outer reality because mm. you are the problem. He's not the problem. You're the problem. You're having these mental battles with yourself about him and your head talking to him all crazy. And then when you see him, then you want to act like all surprised. <laughs> and then, and then he was like, "When you uh, when she addressed that, she was when she came to the conclusion that she was indeed the problem, and she changed her mental process of how she talked to him. It took like a couple weeks, one to three weeks. Then she said she noticed how." Things between them changed. She started to be in more favor with the producer of the theater because she started to change the mental picture of how she interacted with boy. Like everything is mental. So everything you see it starts off in the mind. Everything we touch, Joe, clothes we put on, um, things we interact with all came from somebody's mm-hmm. mind. Yep. Everything. The phone we don't came. And so it's like we have the same mental power to mm-hmm. create. And we always envision what we see before we do it. Like when we get up in the bed, we always envision how are they going to go? What are we about to do next? What are we about mm-hmm. to eat? We're going to brush our teeth. We will, how are we going to take to get to work? So we always see it up in our mind first. So you got to address the mind because a lot of us are delusional. Like I was telling Carissa, like, I used to run up the stairs because I used to see demons at night. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, when it got dark in the basement. But then you you realize, like, yo, this is all my mind. Exactly. It's just my mind, yo. That's just, and then I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I still get a little scared, but then it's like I understand it's not exactly. Real. It's a figment of my imagination. I have a whole alarm mm-hmm. system. Yeah, it's my imagination. And I was reading in this book. I'm gonna send this one to you too. It's like, yo, like your imagination is mm-hmm. everything. And if you're using your imagination in a negative manner, in your reality. Your imagine because we sleep half our life, which is our subconscious mind, or some people say our imagination. So when we wake back up, that's just affecting us. So we need to start to use our imagination in, in a way that is something that we want. Most people can't stop thinking about worry. They can't think of abundance. They ain't got time to think of abundance or nothing that's prosperous or joyful. But when you use your imagination for it, then you start to see it in your real life. Mm-hmm. That's true. What man? What I gotta get you that I gotta get you that book. That's the book I'm reading now. I got the audio book. That big. Wow. <laughs> You're gonna have to send it to me. Wow. Uh, what's this one? I got one more, and then uh, what is it? Do you have any mental or emotional goals for yourself? You don't have to. If it's really deep, you don't have to uh, say. But any mental or emotional goals? I can start first if you need. Yes, go ahead, please. Like an example. So I'm insecure. So for me, but I it's I guess insecure first one. Never mind. Okay, yeah, I'm just insecure in my relationship. Sometimes it'd be me though, but like I'm, and I'm also bad with money. Sometimes uh-huh. like I get money, but sometimes I'd be like, man, I'm hungry, so let me buy some food. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all so like buy, like, testify to that and say that we stuff. we've done that before as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just be I'm not the best when it comes to money, but I know it's my. It's my mental attitude toward my money and not being disciplined with like the budget plans that I mm-hmm. create. So those two things would be mine. So for me, it's like I listen to affirmations that, you know, help me be more grounded in my 
and not being insecure in my relationship. Like my insecurity, like why am I like for me it's like I shouldn't do this. To me, like I have nothing to worry about in my relationship. I'm doing the right things, I shouldn't be insecure. Like and I should believe that. So that's something that is a goal for me is to overcome my insecurities of uh building trust in myself and overall just being who I should be for my relationship and then just doing better with my not emotionally spending and sticking to my budget. Those would be some goals in mind for me mentally and emotionally, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, I can agree with your goals as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, with mine, I think I was telling myself this the other day, um, I would be more more happy if I didn't criticize mm-hmm. everything. Like I expect things to be yeah. perfect, how I see perfect. And if it's not that like, okay, basically, I ain't saying like that, but if I just accept things for how it is, instead of, like, looking at, I ain't gonna say I do, but I, I guess I look at things um, as half empty and not half full. Huh. So, if um, I um, view things as perfect as already is, it'd be best. It's like, I guess when I do that, I wouldn't have typically know any expectations. What book was that? That was, wasn't that the Four Agreements or something? Not the Four, maybe the Fifth Agreement. I don't know. But it was talking about like when you start to use words, you start labeling mm-hmm. shit, you start taking away what yep. it is. Yeah. So a tree really ain't no motherfucking tree. We just put a word for the shit. Uh-huh, to describe. <laughs> to describe it, but it still don't describe it necessarily. Mm-hmm. But when you see it for what it is, you have to embrace it for what it is without putting, because when you start labeling stuff, then you start to take away from what it actually is. And then you start to leave the people's interpretation for what shit is. But see, I feel like with that, it's kind of like I'm analyzing it. Like, when I analyze things, me being analytical helps me figure out what's for me and what's not. Like, what mm-hmm. I like and what I don't like. Helps you decide for those like, things. Understood. Yeah, because I feel like my emotions does too, but with my emotions, I'm not so... Uh, I ain't gonna say confident. I'm not sure sometimes of what my emotions are trying to tell me. It's like I, I just pull away. I think I, one thing I'm currently doing is trying to re, like I say out loud what I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling insecure, if I'm feeling mad, or if I'm feeling like some type of usually the negative ones, I say out loud what it is, and then I try to be like, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Um, why do why am I feeling? And I just say it. And maybe if maybe it's wrong as hell why I feel this way, and I shouldn't feel that way, but I say it. And then it's and then I'll be like, yo, it's time to it's, I gotta unpack why I'm feeling that way. Or you know what I'm saying? Or did I set improper expectations with myself? So I feel like that's one thing I'm currently doing, like as a goal. Cause then that then that could be like, why am I that it's like a, a your emotions help you navigate, you know what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes I don't even be knowing how I feel. I just know it's a bad or good feeling. Yeah. Well it's kinda weird. Just say just you could just say right now I don't feel good. About the situation or something. Like I that. just had the situation and it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and you could just start talking out because eventually you're going to come to that motherfucker. Yeah, once I sit down and, and and I really think about it, you know. Yeah, but that ain't gonna leave you out of this though, Joe. You still. Go <laughs> um, emotional girl. I wanna. I mean, what was it? Emotional girl and widow. Mental, mental, mental girl, definitely. Either. Or. Oh, okay. Um, I think I had a mental goal. More than anything, like being a pessimistic sometimes. Um, when something negative happens, sometimes I could think that it'll it's possible that the negative the negative thing that happened could happen again within the situation. But sometimes it's not always the case. Like, you know, certain things don't always you know, second time sometimes is a charm and third time sometimes is a charm as well. So and I feel like sometimes it, it 
like makes my perspective of it like a little blurry and I kind of started thinking like oh no I can't do that because I already tried it and when I tried it it didn't work out but it's like you tried it that way but how about you try it this way and see if it'll work out this way because just because it didn't work out the first time doesn't mean that it can't be done you know and um so sometimes I could be a pessimistic with that and I can kind of start to doubt myself and think like oh no you know you don't got it but it's like that's something I know I need to work on because building my brand um is something is a part of being confident and being able to express something and if I can how am I gonna tell someone else to be confident in what it is that they're doing if I'm not even confident in what I, what it is that I'm doing myself so definitely need to stop being a pessimistic and learn to have more confidence in myself like Tony was saying like he's insecure in his relationship I feel like sometimes I'm insecure in a relationship with myself sometimes I'm always beating myself up about like how I could be better or how I could perform better or how I could do something better and it falls into like how um Carissa you were saying that um you want things to be perfect that's literally how I am with myself too feeling like I have to have this perfect this has to be perfect or it has to be like this and that was a little bit of a self-reflection too because it helped me think like okay um who are you doing this for are you trying to make it perfect for yourself or are you trying to make it perfect for other people so I definitely want to work on those things okay yeah because I don't know I I, um I feel like now since I've come to terms was honest with myself about that I've been trying to just go with the Mm -hmm. flow of things um so it's more so like a balance can I ask you a question about that though like so uh-huh. we're going with the flow of things but you also want things perfect did you ever think about it like because sometimes I find myself thinking like just going with the flow of things is me settling then I also find myself thinking like if I want something like perfect sometimes I just have to go after what it is because if perfect didn't exist that word wouldn't be created so there if you want it's because you want them that particular way for a reason you know what you want and I feel like when you know what you want you should go get it but it's sometimes when you're going with the flow of things, it's kind of like you just relaxing and you're settling for what it, anything that you're being offered. Uh, yeah, that that's why I said it has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like with me being um, analytical, I kind of like chime on, and it, it, and it depends on what it is. Like if I, some things you have to be patient that's on. True. Something's not gonna come like that. Do um, we think so? Hold on, going with the flow. Are we talking about effort or are we talking about like? Just so, I think I don't like even with like your. I think going like, with the flow is like, I don't. I thought y'all were looking at it like effort wise. I mean, like, it could be anything put, like me trying to find the perfect outfit, the perfect hairstyle, me doing mm-hmm. my homework, me figuring out, um, you know, uh, just about anything like that. Because I, I want perfect everything. Like I'm a perfectionist, mm-hmm. so so that 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 ties into anything, everything. Mm-hmm. So. Effort too, so I feel like what Joe was saying. Like sometimes I do feel like I'm settling, but if if I feel like I'm settling, then that's when I need to try mm-hmm. more. But sometimes I also like after I've done, so I'm like, okay, Rich, you know, you just waste all that time and that energy, and it's kind of like, why did you have to do that? You know, so I, like as we go on, you know, off of like our emotional intelligence, I, I got to go off of how I feel, and I feel like after so many times, you know, I learned I'm like, okay, Rich, you know, last time you did this, you know, you didn't work out, you know, just you know, just take it light, you know, just go with the flow of things. Or like, even when I'm when I'm hungry, I know it's kind of light, dumb, a little petty, but when I'm hungry and I don't know, you know, what to eat, and I want to, or I want to eat like something like real, you know, specific, but it's not close. Like, just get something close. Like, you don't have to do too much. Like, just go with the flow. Like, stop trying to just, I don't know. It's just, 
I think going with the flow means paying attention to the signs that God or the universe is giving you and following them bitches because that's okay. But how? But can it? Y'all can't lie and say it doesn't get confusing though because it's like you how do nowadays yeah. how do you know what's a sign and what's not a sign because when you're looking for something you gonna find it. So if you're looking for it to be a yeah. certain well, I said way, this earlier I said this earlier. You gotta know. You gotta know what you want to create mm. in life. You gotta know what you want to experience. But what you want life. may not be what's best for you. No, no, no. Because you if gotta, you okay, you so, gotta you gotta know what you so want. So if it's, if it's not best for you, why you want it? This because what I'm saying. that may be where you end up. Like for instance, you may be so mad that let's just say, like you may be so mad that you can't. Um, I don't, I wouldn't look at life like that. Well, let let's listen. <laughs> You may be kind of upset because you can't get into the school that you that you dreamed mm-hmm. of, right? But the school that you initially get into, like you realize that it's way better. Like you, like you are offered more, like socially. But how do you know that if you didn't get more. what you wanted to go go after in the first place? Yeah, that's like you looking and, back. So like you, you kind of settling, and you making an excuse for you settling. Like, oh, okay. I, I mean, I did get more out of this, so it's okay. Don't do that. Well, no, see, no, but, but what's a better example I can say? Because it's like you, mm, like, you know that, okay, it's a good, like, it was this video on Twitter, and it was kind of like, uh, this is what God is telling you, like, so let's just say, like, it was this beer that you wanted, and it was, like, the best beer that, that you thought, but you could get it. Then you end up getting a bigger beer. You're like, dang, you know, I don't, I ain't even, you know, imagine this beer. You know, but then, you know, it's taken away and you get a bigger beer. It's like you only want what you think is best now. That's probably not what's really, like, best. But you, you know? can't beat yourself but, up for stuff like that because you didn't know. Oh, no, I'm like, yeah, but... And even then, it's like, yeah. at that moment, why did you want the larger bear? Because you felt like that larger bear was going to be better for you because it was larger? Or, like, because how you know that smaller bear wasn't going to be because able to... Look, right. Like, it glittered more. Or, or yeah. you know what I'm saying? It just... But I see what you're saying, just like you don't really know, but do I go with how yeah, you feel? that's true. But sometimes, it, I don't know. Because that that is one true way to know you live a happy life. What? It's going by how you feel. Like, you take your heart and your brain with mm-hmm. you when you make decisions. Exactly. So, like, because no matter what, like, this is our life, and we co-create with it with God or the universe. And we are, you just have to be conscious of that, but you have to know that when you're making these decisions, like they're they already, you gotta know what you want. Cause when you know what you want, when you make these decisions, it's easy to pick what you're gonna do mm-hmm. next or what experience you're gonna get in now. If you don't have no idea what you want to feel or what to go through, you're gonna feel like, like even me, so it's like you feel like you're stuck because you don't know what's next because you don't even have a plan. I, you don't, you're going with the flow is when you, is, is legit, I would say. How I feel consciously is going with the flow is when you don't have a fucking plan and you just mm-hmm. going. But when you have a plan and you know what you want, it may not be exactly what you get, but it's going to be something. But why can't it be exactly what I get? Brand. What I want. I don't. I can't. No. I, now that I can't control, it may be exactly what you get. But I also feel time. like because sometimes what you grant, sometimes what you want is not. Sometimes what you want, I would say like I want to fill this out. That's okay. You might not experience it because you may not be ready for that just yet. Like, yeah. I want to fill this this crowd out, but I didn't fill it. I got 300. The, that can't take away from the fact that I did this. So now the next time is something that you can do because I wish it could be that way. We can always get what we desire, 
but I'm not the controller of this universe. I I, I live here. Maybe I am. Goddamn. Let me let me change my mind. But <laughs> I just it's like you just gotta just know what you want. And then sometimes you might not get exactly what you want, but you gotta always be grateful. Always be grateful for what you want and don't grow attached to nothing because it's gonna all go when you go. Right? And then there's always going to be something better, but sometimes you have to either choose. It's the choice thing. You can choose to want something more, or you can choose to be content with what you have. But now. it's like, why would you gotta know why you would want. I be content with what I what it is that I have now? And I feel like another thing is people limit themselves. Like they don't want to expose themselves to more. But Joe, that's like that's like when you get married. When you get married, you got to realize you can't just when it's time to settle down. You got to stop looking for people like that. Shit, but that's. Dead. That, I feel yeah. like relationships That's the same is not thing. the best example because I also feel like that, that personal connection is what's going to stop you from wanting anything other than that. Like that connection that you feel with this person is going gonna, is gonna to be what stops you and say like, hey, that's enough. You don't need to go out and search for nothing else. Not just because you feel like, oh, that's a, you got to be mature. I feel like that's because of what we were taught to though. You got to be mature in relationships because it's like you're going to always find something in somebody that you're not going to agree that's with. True. You're gonna find something. This nigga, he chew funny as fuck. He spit. He spit on the floor. He he brushes his teeth with the water roll. Who knows? But it's something. It's but it's like that's something that you got to be like. This person, I like this person because they do B A B C D whatever, however long they do this for me, and I'm okay with them being my partner. And I'm done looking for other people. I'm content with this person. That doesn't mean that you don't want the best out of life. It's just. There are some things where you're like, I don't want to go looking for it because this right here is enough for me. Yeah, because I, I feel like it's like old time... people with with cereal. They cool with the cereal that they <laughs> eat. They don't want to try no other cereal. I just feel like at times we look at contentment as a negative mm-hmm. thing because um, it's a rat race. Life is a rat race. There's always something else that you can get. There's always something else, but that shit not gonna make you feel happy. But and I think that's what, uh, a lot of reasons why we end up unhappy is because we make decisions about thinking like, oh, that's gonna fulfill our happiness. Like, oh, if we do that, or if we we be with that person, or if we we eat this type of food or anything like that, that's gonna make us feel good. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Like it won't. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you can't just be like, this is not exactly how I wanted it. Sometimes that's just how the cookie crumble. You got you you got to make that decision. Do you want more, or are you okay with here? That's on us. That's that whole red pill, blue pill. You got to choose when that is appropriate for you to advance more or you're okay with here. And that's okay. There's no right or wrong answer. It's depending on how that person interprets it. I'm okay with this. Okay. I don't, I don't want to So settling more. with something. Now, when you settle with something, you say, like, I'm okay here. Now, does that mean you're okay here with permanently or you're okay here with this and you and this particular thing could possibly grow into something else, like eventually down the line. It, it could be both. It, it depends on how that person interprets mm-hmm. it. Because some people are, some people would be like, how did you get, how do you like working this, this job for 40 years? Like, I just like it here. I'm just, everything's comfortable for me. And, like, and you get there, you're like, this shit sucks. Mm-hmm. And you've been here for six months. <laughs> but for them, they could be like, this is, this is, this okay is life. Like, like, I love this shit. <laughs> But it's like it's different. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's different for some people. So it's like some people are like, and when I say content, it's not so much like I know I could do better, but I refuse to. And some people be like, I'm just not going to I spend don't wanna, my energy looking for something else. They don't want to make I feel the like decision. This is okay for me. But that that right there is, I feel like that at that point you kind of limiting yourself from what it is that you truly want out of this world because it's like there's no 
Like you can get into some. That's the wet race, though, Joe. You gon' we gon' we we gonna always want something more. We gonna all we are people who will always want something more. But fulfilling like something that you truly love, like I don't think people wake up and be like, oh, okay, I'm I I just really wanna wanna be um. I don't know. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like this is this is something I truly love. They, I'm pretty sure they got dreams too, and they just stopped there. Like I know people who literally gave up. Are you talking in regards to dreams? Like I mean, just anything in life, like anything that you feel like it, you have that connection with. Like as far as like that's your dream. That's something some, that you really want to fulfill in this world. Because sometimes it's not about leveling up. Sometimes it's about you changing your perspective. Mm-hmm. Because we have to be, we have to always know that we have limitations too. Yeah. There are limitations. We can always be like, I'm, I'm limitless. Nothing can stop me. Be like, no, like be for real, for real. Like you ask, like you can try this shit all you want, but nobody's picking you up because you ask. Exactly. Like, like uh, rappers stuff. Yeah, it's just, we have limitations. The thing is like, some people just have to know. You have to know what you're good like, at. Like, bro, why and didn't they have, tell you that you can't rap? You have, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, I, it's all about trial and error. I'm, I get it, but we all know that there are some things that some of us are just not good. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, you got to know talents. And and then some people are still trying to develop those bad things, thinking that they all perfect. Like uh-huh. my man's, you five eight. <laughs> you playing against niggas that six eight. It's not gonna be what you think it's about to be. <laughs> it's not. You have limitations. Your height is a limitation. Unfortunately, that's what the hand you was dealt. But some people can. Can prevail, but some people can't. That's true. You can prepare, prevail all you want, but it's still a limitation. But you have to be mindful of your limitations. I'm not saying let that be like, oh, I'm gonna stop here. But it's like, I mean, does it hurt to try? No, it don't. It don't hurt to try. But then sometimes you have to realize you in a relationship. You've been trying for thirty years. Come on, come like at, at what point? At what point do you, because if you keep trying, eventually you're going to hinder something else or you're going to hurt something mm-hmm. else. Like that's why a lot of marriages, bro, like people, even like, like one thing I'm getting comfortable with now is living a normal life, but also trying to still be a comedian because there's what there's going to come a point where many people have to make the decision to stop being the entertainer or just be a family person because they can't, you can't keep being on the road when you're 50. You can't be on the road when your kids need you. Because then, when you when you when you get old and sick, and your kids don't know who you are, then what? I feel that. That's the choice that this person made by keep trying. Like, like that. You have. To, it's all about perspective. It's okay to to know your limitations, but still be like, yo, I'm cool with this right here. This is, I'm, because it's about it's the journey, Joe. It's not the destination. It's the journey. What are you getting in this shit? Right. That is true. It's the journey because the journey is what makes you like. Oh my god. It's not when you go like grandma house is though. But it's about getting to your grandma house. Like niggas got their asses in the car. Niggas <laughs> went to ice cream. We did this, we did this, we did this. And we got here and then we, we ate we went to sleep. Yes. Like it's life life is a journey because a lot of people are racing to motherfucking die. That's why I always say like and like live. That's it, live. Like try those new things that you want to try. Enjoy those things that you that make you happy right now. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever it is that's gonna make you happy because at the end of the day, it's about the journey. It's definitely about the journey. Like anything you do in this world is gonna leave an impact because of your journey. You can't teach someone if you're unexperienced. Like that's just something you can't do. I'm definitely with that. My favorite, my favorite quote of all time is uh 
I'm the one that got to die when it's time to die. So let me live my life the way I want to live it. I like that. Jimi Hendrix, black dude. That's that's my favorite quote. I don't know if I'm going to get that tatted. But that's my favorite quote right that now. That's a good quote. I feel that, though. And my second, my second quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only hands that can help you are the hands at the end of your own arms. Mm-hmm. I, I got this shit figured out. I just need to make I need to make this shit shake. Mm-hmm. So you best friends with God. <laughs> I uh my my personal beliefs is God is within me. Amen. Okay. And I have God power in me, just like you got. Y'all got God inside of y'all. God inside of me. Right. So I know God as good as I know myself, and I'm keep learning myself to understand. That's good. I got this shit gonna be. I'm learning, but I'm 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 on motherfucking track. I'm on fire. Funny, you are hilarious. All right, so Joe, did you want to do any any recaps, um, before we start to wind down? Um. I just really want people out there, anybody that's listening, to just take a a step back to really analyze mental illnesses and people that deals with them or just themselves. Because um, if you guys watched the Steve Jobs movie, they tried to say like in this in the movie that he had um, reality distortion, and I like and I did my research on reality distortion. You said the Steve Jobs, yeah, the Steve Jobs movie. Is that on Netflix? Um, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. It might be on Stars. I don't. I just recently watched it the other day. <laughs> it's on something. I recently watched it on. I might have had to pay for it too. That's the one with Ashton. No, Kutcher. not that one. Not that one. The other one. It's like more new. I think it came out in two thousand and fourteen, maybe two thousand fifteen. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty good. But they tried to say in that um, movie, like if you you'll see in some of his behaviors, like that he had reality distortion, and um. It's not a major personality disorder that that people talk about, but I think a lot of people more often more people deal with it than we um speak on. So I think a lot of people out here today, like you know, if you're listening to this, I just want you to take a step back and just think about yourself and think about you know what you're dealing with and what you're struggling with, and if you may be suffering from a mental illness or a personality disorder or anything like that, and just trying to take it a little more serious about seeking help or even trying to help someone else if you know they're dealing with something because it's not always easy to one, recognizing it, and two, being able to come out and say that you, you know, you're dealing with this, especially because it doesn't get as much, it's not, uh, it doesn't get as much acknowledgement as it needs. So that's really all I have to say. Oh, I bang with that. Uh, you can end it off, Carissa. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, as a recap, um, I would like for the people that have listened to know that uh, you got to trust yourself. You got to know yourself. And you got to believe in, you know, the journey that you're on and why you're going through what you're going through. And then try to try to expand your consciousness some way, shape, like safe. And then just realize that you create, help co-create your life so you can make the most out of your life and make the best decisions you can for yourself. You can uh, end it. Uh, yeah, then uh, I just want to say, like, our emotions are a whirlwind. <laughs> I know mine is. Um, and I feel like it's okay to have your bad days. Well, quote unquote bad days. It only be bad days. It's just different days, I should say. And um, it's okay to talk to people. Um, everybody won't relate, like Joe was saying earlier. But it's okay if if we don't relate. It's nice to have like um a therapist or somebody to talk to mm-hmm. as well. Although they probably won't know 
everything on why you feeling like that. They can help out a, a little bit. It depends on how honest you are and how open just you are. Just by listening also. can help too. Getting it out so you don't yeah. just think it no more. No thoughts to eat you alive as well. <laughs> Man, you I swear. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> okay, because you created all of this, this whole, this whole other reality just off of your thoughts. You created this whole, like, just different scenario of a situation just based off of your thoughts. Man, thoughts can be wow. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That we can do that. People do it all the time. Mm-hmm. People, be, people be worried. <laughs> worried. Yep. Yeah, anxious. What my kid do? What my kid doing? Mm-hmm. He must be right this streets, but he playing yep. games or sleeping. <laughs> Right, man. So definitely, and we've been created this whole funeral in our head because he out running the streets and got killed. Because <laughs> before you know, I'm gonna beat his ass when I see one. Yeah. Exactly, right. Joe. Where can people uh, find you on social media if you're looking for people to follow you on social media? Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at inspired by dot Joe. Um, I know you guys know how to spell inspired, so I won't be spelling that out for you. <laughs> but you can That's go funny. ahead and follow me on there and check out. I don't post much, but when I do, it's probably going to be something positive. So if you're looking for some positive inspirations or anything like that, you can go ahead and check out my page. Hey, that's lit. All right, all right, all right, Chris, you can lead us off. You can do it. No, do it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> I know. Okay, y'all. So uh, we're in it today. On a good note, on emotional intelligence. Oh, I want to ask y'all this question first. Um, what so, do y'all think is more important, emotional intelligence or having high intelligence? High being that, if you don't like your uh, IQ, your uh, IQ. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh, uh <laughs> well, if you're emotional, you know how to interact with people, but if you are highly educated with a high IQ. You know what situations to get in and what to get out of. Uh, if you're around more people, I would say emotionally. Um, but if it's just you in the world, IQ. Joe, I'm sorry. How you feel? How you feel? Huh. When you said y'all a question, I thought you were talking about the audience. Wow. <laughs> okay, but um. Um, I guess I didn't really get a chance to think about it because I thought you were kind of asking it towards the audience. So, and I was saying they were gonna like comment or whatever. So, could you ask it one more time, please? Uh, what do you think is more important to have, um, high emotional intelligence or a high intelligence, like your high IQ? Okay. Um, I would say emotional intelligence. I guess because it's important that you know what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with and by who I mean yourself so you can be able to respond effectively so definitely emotional intelligence yeah I, um, I don't know I'm going to say high IQ now because that shit I feel like emotional intelligence I fall underneath that shit so it does it's it's just, if you look at it on a, um, a graph it definitely does <laughs> it's like an iceberg like- oh I'm sorry go ahead <laughs> No, I was gonna say like it's an iceberg. I looked at a picture; it's an iceberg, and then um, emotional intelligence is at the bottom, and IQ is at the top. <laughs> is at the top of the iceberg, above water, and then the um, emotional intelligence is underwater. The underwater iceberg. Yeah, because I'm not sure where I had seen this at. Right, that I was going to Wayne at the time, and they were saying like students who come to Wayne State that aren't, you know, like. 
uh, originally from U.S. or, you know, uh, they typically have a higher IQ than we do, but we have a higher um, emotional intelligence. And I was like, wow, like, we both need something that each other has. But it's like, you can't, I just I honestly feel like emotional intelligence is better because you, you, we are social beings. Like, if you don't have high emotional intelligence or you're not trying to, you're not striving for it, it's kind of like, it's going to be harder for you. You know what I'm saying? But granted, you are smart though, so you can make some money, you know, but mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to find a connection with, with things. Cause that's that even goes with animals. Like if you don't have much of a emotional intelligence, how do you get go along with animals? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, animals. They I don't know. That's a good topic. Cause empathy is it's it big with um emotional intelligence. That's true. So it is, and I got all of it. Yeah, that's my job. I'm I be getting empathy scores. My shit a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice question to think about. All righty, well, Joe, thank you for chiming in with us. You have been a delight. You are our first guest ever on our <laughs> podcast, so big ups on that. Thank you so much for that. Oh, well, it was my pleasure. I had fun. It was exciting to talk to you guys as well. <laughs> hey, I'm with that. I'm with that. Thank you. Hit, thank hit. you for coming to us. Uh, so, everybody, thank you for chiming in here. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast and Spotify the app. Uh, we'll be posting this fairly shortly. It's going to be a good time. And then hit Joe up on her social media. Hit us up on KT Infinite Intuition on IG. Uh, check me out on my Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. T Fant Junior Carissa. Uh, oh, my Instagram is Rissa Fant. So yeah. Yeah. And my website out, 20friendjr.com. Check that shit out. That shit lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all take care. Take care, Joe. Okay, okay I will. Thank you. Be safe. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. All right, y'all.